You're listening to the best of the all-around home improvement hour here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Find out more at allaround.com. In a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man. Okay, two men are standing by with the best advice on earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. And thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That intro makes us feel so friggin' important. It does. I'm Charles Thayer. I'm with the Polish Powerhouse, and this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. We're live. It's April 15th, and we're on our favorite station, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, every Saturday from noon to 1. Here's your fill of Home Improvement Radio. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Charles Thayer here with All Around. Very, very honored to be your host every single week to give you your weekly dose of Home Improvement Radio. And, of course, I'm with the one, the only, the very, very Polish, the large-headed, Nicholas Richard Zeman. In the house. Yeah, and when I say What's large happening? head, I don't mean figuratively. I don't mean that he's, like, arrogant. He's just got a big head. Right. What size again, Nick? barely fit through the door. Seven, Seven and, and three, three quarters. quarters. If anyone's familiar with uh, fitted hats. I'm not. No. That's <laughs> the top shelf hat. That's um, <laughs> double XL okay. of fitted hats. And just keep in mind, there isn't hair poofing that out, too. So <laughs> that's a true seven and three quarters. It is. It is. But he's got a lot of knowledge up in that noggin. Oh, that's case. funny. Yeah. I got to see uh, the Polish powerhouse in, in his full pride yesterday. We're up visiting a neighborhood in Zimmerman. Yes. Old Zimtown. Zimmerman got hit earlier this year with a tornado. And uh, we're earliest ever, I think, in uh, recorded history in the state of Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And um, to some, that was very fascinating. To others, that was very horrifying. The family that we were meeting with yesterday lives on uh, one particular lake. I'm not sure the name of the I'm lake. I'm going to tell it to you. I don't remember it either. I know it's about, it's about 500 acre lake. Go, yeah. You check on the lake. I'm going to keep talking Elk about lake. what we were doing here. It's Elk on the lake. north end of Elk Lake. But they got hit. And, you know, the crazy thing is sometimes storms are a blessing in disguise. These This family was already consulting with All Around last year to do an exterior remodel. Um, they had to get their financing in order, and they couldn't do it right away. And so, um, you know, over over the year, they were planning to do this remodel, and then here comes this tornadic action uh, come whipping right across the lake. The homeowner said that he actually saw the tornado sucking the ice up right out of the lake, what was left of the ice. And he uh, he had a, like a one-inch diameter branch that went through like a spear through the wall in his garage. Uh, it just wow. kind of tells you vo- velocity of, mm-hmm. of that thing is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And the tree that knocked down, which I'm sure you're probably going to get to, that hit his house was like a 150-year-old oak tree, which it's really sad to see that tree go because that gave a really nice canopy for them and their backyard that they mm-hmm. no longer have. The tree is, unfortunately, it's gone. Yeah, the deck was ripped off. Uh, that was gone. And so basically, Nick and I were breaking it down. Um, they, You know, they, tra- <laughs> they traded a 150-year-old oak tree for probably an $80,000 check from their insurance company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would probably trade that tree too. So it's, now <laughs> it's odd. It's kind of a blessing in disguise, if you want to call it that. Uh, they were planning to 
uh, make their roof vaulted on the back section and open up their view to the lake. So the plan was to do that. Well, the tree hit right where they wanted to vault and, you know, broke trusses and, and knocked through the house. So, so now they're able to do that mm-hmm. with a little help. From Mother Nature. Yep, that's absolutely right. So we're gonna we're looking forward to posting that project once it gets underway and talking about it. There's a lot of different moving parts on that project, and uh, we will be posting that on our Facebook page and talking about it right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Um, so, folks, again, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour every Saturday from noon to one, and you can actually call us and participate. The number is one eight hundred eight five four nineteen seventy eight. 1-800-854-1978 to call in and ask or talk about a home improvement-related topic. This week, we have an expert panel, as always. We have Jeff Menke from Gutter Helmet, great friend, uh, a colleague we work with regularly. Um, his, his wonderful business, Gutter Helmet of Minnesota, is helping people with gutter solutions and gutter cover solutions all over the Twin Cities. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, glad to have you on. Yeah. We, we're also hanging out with... Another good buddy. Just great people here. Mike Hilborn, Roof to Deck, another wonderful company. I haven't uh, seen him in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while since I've been on it. It has. Welcome back. Way. There were some scheduling conflicts earlier in the year. But you know what? We're all kind of seasonal. What What I like about the theme of this, this week's show is we're the exterior guys here. Yes. So we're talking exterior, cladding, drainage, cl- uh, maintenance, all of that stuff. It's it's going to be a really fun show. Welcome, welcome, Mike. Glad to have you back. Glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, folks, again, the number to call, 1-800. I'm going to repeat this a lot because this week I, I want uh, listener participation. I mean, think about it. There's a lot going on. It is the improvement season. It is the outdoor season. And if you have something that's been nagging you, bugging you about your house, or maybe you're just curious what something costs, we can give you – we can throw out some numbers. It's something Nick hates doing is giving – Ballpark figures because he's a detail guy and he wants the details. But uh, you can also the cool thing is we had some listeners last week actually email us a we photo, a photo yeah. of the question that they were calling that, in about. That helped a little bit. I mean, the question was pretty detailed, but it is nice to be able to see what you're talking about, and that can definitely help maybe hone in an answer or give a better range of a price, as Charles was alluding to earlier. And uh, we'll do what we can to help. So, yeah, definitely give us a call. We'd love to hear the phones ring. Yeah, so if you want to email the photo of what you're asking uh, a question about or whatever, an example of what you're going to be calling in about, the email address is homeimprovementhour at allaround.com. Again, homeimprovementhour, H-U-O, or H-O-U-R. Wow, that's uh, amazing. Uh, I, a, <laughs> I thought you were going to go for it. Spell it wrong. No, homeimprovementhour at allaround.com. Go ahead and email the photo if you'd like. It's the time of the show where we do the featured project of the week. You should talk about this one a little bit. I can talk about some of the back end, but you and one of our newest project consultants, Guy Saxby. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's listening or not, but if you are, Guy, I hope you're having a good probably weekend. Not. The guy loves to golf. Yeah, he, he's probably, that's right. He's probably playing in his league right now. I think he does a league on Saturdays. But you guys, a couple trips to this house. Customer yeah. was uh, just, you know, really particular wanted to make sure they were doing the right thing before they spent the money, and also were a little hesitant and wanting to spend the money because they had a different vision of yeah. what they thought they should need to do, right? Well, it's the old, you get what you pay for. It re- This really, really is. This customer called in asking for um, an estimate on tuck pointing. They already had Ch- one. Chimney leak or something? Yeah, yeah. And this is Guy Saxby, our, our project consultant. So he's he writes about this, and we have a photo talking about it, everything right on our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and search all around. 
Um, so th- this customer called in asking for an estimate on tuck pointing. They'd already received one for about $600 on their chimney. Um, the thing about tuck pointing, it's a, it's a maintenance item, and it has its place certain times. But when your chimney is in a position to where it 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 can't really be maintenance. Yeah, the, the brick was uh, it was pretty far gone. Yeah, tuck pointing wasn't the right application for this person's problem. They had a flat slope, uh, not completely flat, but a one twelve, very low pitch slope on the back of their home, uh, right here in St. Louis Park, and they had a chimney going through there, and they were told the water was coming in through the chimney and soaking their upper level ceiling. When we inspected, we realized, well, first of all, they don't even use the chimney, so why even have it? Why maintenance something you don't use? Right. Number one, it's a hole in your roof. Number two, they had shingles on a very low slope pitch. You don't shingle a very low slope pitch. You need to use a flat roofing product. Correct. That's exactly what we did. Nick, I'll let you take it away. It happens a lot. Uh, You see a lot of the story and a half. They finish the attic space. They blow out one side or the other, and they put what's called a dormer on there, and it generally creates a pretty low pitch, uh, hard area to insulate, and nine times out of ten, there's all kinds of problems. Usually comes down to the shingles, like you said. So we installed a two-ply system. It's a modified bitumen system, so it's actually self-adhering. The company that makes it is called Mulehide. It's sold at uh, ABC Supply, our mm-hmm. supplier for the material. Uh, basically, we got the shingles, all of the old underlayment cleaned off to a smooth surface. We were able to put down the base sheet, which is what really, really sticks to the roof deck, and then a cap sheet. It's It looks like a shingle. It's basically a three-foot roll. And it's granulated. And I think we did white on that roof. We picked the color white and rolled that out. It's mm-hmm. The product itself is, to be honest, rather easy to install, but mm-hmm. it's certainly what's needed for that for that type of roof. Yeah, and I think some people think, guys, that, uh, well, is, how's that going to look? You know, a flat roof product isn't as decorative as a shingle product, but if you think about it, it's two stories up and it's a flatter roof. No, one's see, you no one can see it, no. you know, except your neighbors a, a block up on the hill. They, right. they might be able to see it, but who cares what they think, right? The cool thing, they did the white surface, which is um, a little more energy efficient. That, that attic space isn't going to be as hot as if they would have done the um, the traditional. There are other colors out there. Um, you know, personally, I think we live in Minnesota. It's good to get the snow to melt. I'm not a fan of the white roofs and all applications, but they do have their place, and at the end of the day, you get the customer what they want. Perfect. When we come back, we're going to start the conversation with Jeff Menke of Gutter Helmet and hang out with Mike Hilborn of Roof to Deck. We'll be right back, folks, right after this. Listening to the best of the all-around home improvement hour here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Find more of the show on the free iHeartRadio app. Just search all around. That's a really good old bumper for you there. Yeah, that's like maybe junior high. Yeah, junior high. Nick and I, we're probably skipping school out back, you know? Yep. Hanging out with a couple honeys. Puffing some heaters. Yes, yeah. (laughs) We weren't supposed to be. (laughs) Hey, that's why we do what we do now, you know? That's right. And we didn't end up going to college. We're contractors. It kind of fits the role. Without Uh, the heaters. Right. Yeah, no no, no more heaters. Now it's e-cigs. Vapors. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Guys, uh, all around home improvement hour. We're back and we're going to talk some home improvement topics. Just want to throw it out there though 1 800 854 1978. 800 854 1978 to call and talk about your home improvement related topics. We'd love to get a call from a few listeners. Anyhow, uh, hanging out with Mike Hilborn of Roof to Deck. 
Gonna gonna talk about him and his business and what's going on with them uh, here in, in the later segments. But let's turn to our good friend Jeff Menke with Gutter Helmet of Minnesota. Just just want to throw out a, a shameless plug real quick. Been working with you and your team for a really long time, Jeff. We love what you guys do. We obviously partner and give each other uh, business because you guys specialize in drainage and and leaf protection system, and we we specialize in in the, the roofs and and siding, and so. A lot of our business overlaps, and we do business the same way and similar, and that's why that's why we're here today to talk and to share share our knowledge with the listeners. So, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's been a great relationship. So. Yeah, it, it's been really fun. Um, tell us a little bit this year, kind of what's been, what's new with Gutter Helmet, what you're seeing, kind of some trends. Uh, well, it's obviously with all the rain we're starting to get now. Mm-hmm. We've had a, we had a pretty dry winter, but yeah, uh, we did. With all the rain we've been having the last couple of weeks, been getting a lot more volume of calls and typical issues, you know, either a claw gutter or they just have failing gutters from maybe the winter where the ice, if they had some snow, maybe some ice got in the gutters and started to make, rip them off the house. So they might need some replacement gutters that maybe weren't hung properly. Yeah. And another thing we see proper, usually is that the gutters aren't flashed correctly, which I know you guys deal with yes, that all the time. Put on the roofing yep. with the yep. roof, um, you know, the, the drip edge. That the gutter isn't secured behind there, so water is getting behind the gutter and can cause some fascia rot. And can run into can that we a lot. just explain that to the listeners a little bit more? The difference between a face nailed gutter that was hung incorrectly mm-hmm. and one that has the appropriate uh, gutter apron or flashing behind it. Yeah, typically, you know, when you guys come in and put on a roof, you'd put on a gutter apron. Not everybody has that. You know, we see homes quite often that don't. So before we're going to put up a new gutter or we find a gutter that doesn't have any flashing behind it, like I said, the water gets behind there. When we're hanging a new gutter, we always would flash that gutter so the gutter gets behind it. So the water, when it comes out the roof, is directed into the gutter right? instead of going behind it. right. So that way we can divert away from the house. But wouldn't so if I you know just average listener is going to think well what do you mean don't the shingles kind of curl over the edge of the gutter mm-hmm. a little bit and then the water runs into the gutter doesn't isn't that fine doesn't that work? But it's basic surface tension. Mm-hmm. So when it's raining hard, yeah, it might shoot off, but you're still going to get that water. It's going to fall back around the shingle and go well, back up like towards the face. Capillary fascia. action, right? The yeah. water actually comes back and underneath and follows that. And yeah. gutter flashing is not very expensive, so no. we're not talking about anything that's extra. Navigant here, it's it's really something you should have if you have gutters. So I think a big takeaway, huge takeaway, is you know there's a lot of guys out there, and God bless them, they're, they're, they go door to door and they sell gutters, and yep. they have a trailer right behind their truck. Mm-hmm. They can roll out the the coil of metal and, and bend it and get it hung up. But a lot of these guys that are doing the door knocking and saying, "Hey, I can put gutters on for you today," and what a great price. They're skipping that stage. A lot of them. I'm Correct. not saying all of them are, but they're skipping that stage. So the takeaway here, listeners, is ask. Are you flashing my gutters before you put them on? Mm-hmm. Are you putting it's a it's an upside down L metal, but it looks like an L, you know, yep. and it's upside down, and your gutter hangs behind it, right? And Correct, preventing water from going behind the. Gutter. And sometimes the gutter apron is enough for it, but if you're hanging a long run, say a forty forty five feet, maybe that house is settled, and now that gutter is getting a little lower on that one end. Sure. You know, your guys is gutter apron on there or that drip edge is usually only about a half an inch to an inch mm-hmm. we might have a two inch drop at the other end then we're going to still have the flash on that end so that we have that diversion to direct the water into yeah, the gutter. That, that's something to point out you have a bigger reveal on a gutter apron to accommodate the gutter being pitched so that you still have that flange if you will covering the back side of that gutter to keep the water from getting in behind there exactly that a lot can of do all kinds of havoc a lot of times you see gutters that are way over pitched you know they don't you know usually a quarter to half an inch every 20 to 30 feet is enough right 
Um, or like you got you, Chuck and a truck comes out and he'll hang a gutter and hey, Chuck's a good guy. Yeah, they do a chop and drop where they'll basically drop off the materials and then they don't cut it to spec. And then when you see the the corners, if you got a lot of corners on your house, they put in that pre made corner. Yep. Which unfortunately is, leads to three seams. Yeah, three. So what happens? Three, three so, seams is three leaks. So they put that in. They put the gutter sill right, which is the the silicone or whatever that goes on the inside of that. Yep. How long does that really last? Depends what you're using. I mean, we use a real high grade stuff that can last quite a while. But you know, in the winter, expansion contraction right. takes place where those uh, pre made corners are, and they tend to separate, and you get a bunch of leaking and dripping, and especially in the winter, dripping on the sidewalk, you slip on you know the entryway and. Yeah, you break your neck. We've seen it before where they use just regular caulking, and I think, geez, man, but for a couple dollars more, <laughs> yeah. you have to use the right product. Yeah. Is it? Do you really save that much money? What do you got enough for a large pizza at the end of the week? I mean, <laughs> oh, you get do the what right, you're yeah. paying for. Do the right thing. You know, beer isn't that expensive. Exactly, and you know, if you're doing the like when we do our custom gutter system, we do the custom made corners, so there's only one cut. Yeah, so one potential leak, but just the way they're custom made together. The way we form over all the metal, it's a lot less likely to leak. I don't know how you guys do that. I'm pretty sure I would never be able to figure it out. Yeah. I'd probably mess it up every time. I have your gutters on my house. The corners, the miters, the way they look are awesome. Mm-hmm. It just looks like the gutter stops, turns around the corner, keeps going the other side. Your gutters are awesome. My gutters are a little more awesome. They are, yeah. They you are. have the helmet. Yeah. I don't have any trees. I'm just messing so, I just, I I'm just one Otherwise, up, I would have the helmet. The old one-upper. Yeah. And the nice thing about your guys' home, you had two different looks. So, you, mm-hmm. Nick, you did one profile. Yep. You did the one that looks like the crown molding. Yes. And then you did our other decorative facial gutter at your house because it was more assimilating with what you were trying to look for That's appearance. exactly right. I love so. those designers. They're, they're unlike any other gutter. So, for, for the listeners out there, the standard in gutters is really a case-style seamless aluminum. It is the same thing. And 95% of houses that have gutters mm-hmm. on them have the standard case-style aluminum seamless gutter. Gutter Helmet is one of the only companies out there that has their own profiles. Not only are the guard, uh, gutters larger, okay, but they have designer looks to them. So there's, with what, three different profiles? Yes. And those are meant to basically be an extension of your home or look like a crown molding or look like a trim that was added. Because let's face it, gutters don't look that great, but you need them. You have to have them. They're a necessary evil. So if you can make them look like they're just a part of the house, almost like built-in right. gutters, and and that's what your gutter cover system does too. It complements the roof. It looks like an extension of the roof. So um, you can go to our Facebook page and check out, or go to Gutter Helmet of Minnesota and, and check out some of what, what I'm talking about here, but when when you look at like on on my house, it really doesn't even look like I have gutters. It it it's a gutter cover that looks like my shingle, and it's a trough that looks like crown molding yep. or trim. Yep. Awesome! I I am in love with it. So yeah. it's a great product. maybe a little overly passionate about it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I think uh, I think you really do like those gutters based on how excited you got there. I do. Let's talk a little bit about this, folks. First of all, you're listening to All Around Home Improvement Hour right here on Twin Cities News Talk AM eleven thirty, and if you want to call in. 800-854-1978. Jeff, I see it far too often where people think, well, I have gutters. Yeah, it leaks over here, or yeah, it's not draining properly, but it's better than not having them at all. Gosh, what a bad misconception. Having gutters that are clogged, not draining properly, or or the old person that just forgets to fold down their the, the, the outspout that's yep. up against their house. But Correct. They, 
That's worse than not having gutters at all. It really is, because the water is basically just flowing over the edge like you have no gutter, and that's where water tends to get into the basement. Right. Um, yeah, well, you're talking about the, the downspout extensions. Either A, you know, winter passed, and they took them off in the winter, mm-hmm. and they forgot to resecure them in the spring. Uh, usually when we do them, we screw them on. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys will just slide them on, and then yep. when the wind comes, it blows it off the sure, house. Sure, sure. So usually you want to secure that more properly. But, yeah, you want to get that water at least, you know, typically three and a half to four feet away from the foundation. So you want to have long enough extensions because when they built your house, mm-hmm. usually they dig a hole. When they backfill it, that dirt around the perimeter of your foundation is always going to be more, more susceptible to water because the other dirt's been there for hundreds of years. Oh, right? it hasn't been and disturbed. It's been compacted. That makes sense. That's so, totally does. That's, that's going to be more. That. How yeah. about when you install an outspout and then the next day your customer's wife falls on top of it and bends it? Uh, that's happened. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. The husband tripped on it, yeah, but yeah. kids. Yeah, it's, that's what happened to me. So what we're going to do is we're going to bury that outspout and yes. do, a, um, what do they call it, drain tile? Yep. Is that what a buried discharge line, yep. Yep, buried discharge line. That's a great thing to do when you have a sidewalk you don't mm-hmm. want an extension on. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Let's go to a caller that's calling in here. Aaron, where are you calling from? I'm calling down by, in southern Minnesota, down by Owatonna. Oh, Owatonna, getting a little Owatonna love. Love it. Okay, great. Aaron, what's your question? How can we help? Well, I, I have a project I've been thinking of tackling this summer, and, and what I have going on, it's a, it's a little unique in that I have a, a stucco and stone, kind of a southwest-looking home, and off the back there was uh, some places to, to put some decks on, and uh, they aren't on yet. And so uh, in, in moving forward, I wanted to put this, this deck on. But what kind of is tricky about it is downstairs, there's, there's a, a kind of a walkout French door that should go into like a four-season porch-type outside part. And then directly above that off of the master suite is, is a uh, place to come out that's supposed to be kind of an open-air porch or, or lanai above that. And so my question is, what... Uh, what kind of a roofing system would I use between the top of the four season porch like uh, extension off the back of the library and, and and under the floor of this open air, you know, deck above it? Uh, First of all, I just want to say it's really cool that you have a library in your house. I'm very I'm very <laughs> jealous. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the Polish powerhouse tackle this one, Aaron. That was a lot of information, but very detailed. I appreciate that. That's it it is a good question. So the roof space is, separates these two sections, is that right? Yeah, and so it, it has, uh, it has. I think they're like 14-inch roof or floor truss between the first and second floor, so there's a little space, I suppose, to work there. So there's no there's no there's roof there now, right? The there's nothing there now? There's no roof? You're looking Correct. to create something? Correct. So, I, yeah, I'm looking to create a, a like a four-season uh, you know, glass window, very open, um, lower off, walk off the library, and then it needs to be sealed because directly above it would be the, the lanai for the, the master suites. You can send in some photos, too. Yeah, maybe a picture would help a lot. It, it sounds like you don't have a lot of room between the two, so you you might be kind of limited to looking at doing some sort of a flat roofing system uh, based on what you're telling me, if I'm understanding it right. Yeah, I think you're, you're correct. I probably have, you know, 14, 16 inches to work with. Yeah, and the, I mean, if that's the case and, and you are looking for something that's going to last, in my opinion, I would go with rubber. I would go with EPDM. And if it's not a large roof section, I would do a fully adhered, so something that's actually glued down. There's a couple different systems you can do with rubber. You can do a ballasted, which is essentially floating, and then you have rock on top of the roof like you see on commercial buildings. 
and that's what holds the roofing membrane down. But for smaller things like that, fully adhered is the way to go. Yeah, Aaron, we believe in safe roofing, so we use rubber. Okay. Okay. I'm just, that was right. you, you, you. Did you follow me on that one? Anyway, <laughs> listen, Aaron. We hope that helps. If you have more questions or actually want uh, any direction, help with this uh, project, please email us home improvement hour at allaround.com, or you can always call the number, same number that you called in for the show. Any other time, it's going to route to our office in Golden Valley, eight hundred eight five four nineteen seventy eight. Thanks so much for the call in, Aaron. You are a citizen of the home improvement hour. Okay, perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. Folks, you're going to get your news update, your Fox News update, right after this. Tonight, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 and 103.5 FM. You're listening to the best of the all-around Home Improvement Hour here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Find out more at allaround.com. Welcome back, News Talk listeners, the smart people in this world. Listening to News Talk AM 1130. That's why I don't know why they let me on this station. I don't know either. I know why you're here. Your big, beautiful noggin. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. Yeah. Like all the time. Do you have wonder music for him to wonder with? Just kidding. Anyhow, folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we're here taking your calls. 800-854-1978. It's a cloudy April 15th, and and it really looks like it just can't decide whether it's going to rain or not, but on the topic of rain. Is it tax day today? Is that the 15th? No, it, actually, it's extended it's Tuesday, to Tuesday. It's Tuesday, the 18th. Yeah, so yeah. Saying, no wonder it's cloudy and kind of crummy out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. But uh, on the topic of uh, rain and drainage, we're hanging out with Jeff Menke of Gutter Helmet. So, Jeff, um, be- besides the you know the wonderful leaf cover, Gutter Helmet, the product that you guys uh, sell the most of, and, and, and your gutters as well, and what, what else is going on? What, what would you like the listeners to know here April 15th? Well, now is the perfect time if you want to get going on a project because, as you guys know, you start booking a lot of your stuff in spring. So if you've got a water issue, now's the time to take action because April's typically one of the rainiest months of the year. So, right. you know, we do free estimates. We come out, we take a look, do a free inspection for you. There's no obligation. Yep. We can do a walk around the house with the homeowner and figure out what their needs are and give them a proper guidance of where to go with it. Yeah, that is awesome. And it and it has been busy because of the early start, uh, the, the nice weather. Um, things have been busy. have been really picking up in the exterior world. And so, yeah, I encourage people to reach out to you. Jeff, what's the best way for them to get involved? Uh, a couple ways. They can find us online at gutterhelmetmn.com, um, or they can call our office at uh, 763-271-3366. 763-271-3366. Seven six three two seven one three three six six. Correct. And also, you can go to allaround.com and click on the Trusted Affiliates tab, and Gutter Helmet is on there loud and proud. So, hey, can you hang out with us for the rest of the show? Absolutely. All right, perfect. I, I figured you'd say that. I didn't have to pull your arm too hard. <laughs> no. Awesome. I'm here to learn. Yeah, cool. So, folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we're talking all things home improvement related. And part of home improvements is maintenance. You know, a lot of it gets away from us from time to time. We find other things that are funner to do or or just maybe higher up on the priority list. But let's face it, our home is our biggest investment. Uh, or for a lot of us, it's our biggest investment, I should say. Uh, and a company that's been wonderful about helping us stay on top of our maintenance is Roof to Deck. I personally, personally love this company because you guys do something that other companies just don't do. And in the roofing world, I think it's a great service. Welcome, Mike Hilborn. Thanks for, for being on the show. 
Let's talk roof cleaning. All right, Charles. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. So the algae that's yes. commonly found, you can hear this on our, on our all-around ad, the algae commonly found on shingles is? Glocapsa magma. Okay. So now we got the scientific talk on. What the does way. he win? Yes. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, man. A conversation with you, the Polish Powerhouse. So, Mike, talk about this. I mean, when people are looking at roofs, and they, what does this stuff look like? So, and you see it right now more than any time of the year when the leaves aren't on the trees yet. You look at roofs now, and there's these black streaks. Right. On, I mean, it looks to me like it's, oh, you know, a lot of seven them. out of 10. It's yeah. unbelievable. And it's simply an algae uh, that grows on the north side typically. Um, you don't often find it on the south side. It likes shade. So north side or under branches and things shade, like that. Shady, moist areas yep, yep. generally stay wet. Right. It's, it, that's exactly what it is. So the, the roof stays a little moist, a little longer. It allows that, that algae to grow. And then as time goes by, it just gets darker, darker, darker. And it's darker toward the bottom of the roof than it is toward the top. And it just starts creating streaks for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, their home is forty percent of their viewing area of their home is their right. roof. You know, it's like you full up forty percent of what you see is their roof. Mm-hmm. And these people have these beautiful lawns and they keep their siding up like what you guys do. But now they've got this streaky roof on a roof that might be seven or eight years old. It's got another twelve, thirteen years left. It can be cleaned, and we just we wash the roof. And for four, five, six, seven hundred dollars, depending on the size of the roof, the roof literally looks like new again. Yeah. Streaks are no good on your underwear, on your roof. Either way, streaks are ugly. You know where I see it the most is where the water runs around penetrations. Yeah, right. Um, you know, chimneys, pipes, right. anything, any pipe jacks that go go through the roof. That's where you see it very clearly because right underneath that chimney or penetration, it'll be clean. The cool thing is if you want to know how your roof is going to look, right there in that clean area, that's how your whole roof will look. So it really will look like new again if, if you call the guys at Roof to Deck. Real quick, we're going to take a call from Dan. Dan, where are you calling from? Um, I'm in from Maple Grove. You had to think about that a little bit there, Dan. Just kidding. Yeah. You know the Polish My power. Hometown. Yeah, that was just going to say that. That's uh, Polish pride right there. Yep. Talk, talk about that a little yeah. bit. Nick. You want me to talk about it? Yeah. I grew up in Maple Grove just outside of Osseo. My parents still live there. Yeah. Born and raised. Excellent. Love now, that part of town. We got that out of the way. So yep. now, now, Dan, how can we help you? Yeah, I'm looking to put, uh, I'll take some, like, in the front of the house, got some stucco that's, uh, a little bit of water damage behind it. So I'm going to pull the front of the stucco off. And I'm looking at hardy board as my best option right now. There is some roof lines that snow will sit on the roof and possibly, uh, uh, my understanding is that hardy board can possibly wick up if there's like oh, yeah. moisture on the bottom of it. So uh, is that a concern and should, and is there something I should do behind the hardy board or have, you know, should I, is a weeping membrane our best option or should I put two layers of felt? What should I do behind it? Um, well, and and it shouldn't that be an issue with having hardy board coming right down onto a, a basically a roof line? Well, Dan, if if uh, fiber cement is the best product you feel for your application, I think that we can help you look a little bit harder and find some other alternatives out there, like an LP Smart Side. Um, I personally wouldn't put a fiber cement that close, especially if you're talking like a roof line and things. Those are definitely areas where water, like you said, snow things are going to wick into that siding. And in my opinion, is probably not the best place for that siding to go. Sorry, what about the second part of his question, Nick? The uh, the underlayments. Uh, underlayment, I would say, get a good house wrap up there. We like uh, Green Guard Raindrop 3D. That house wrap has uh, vertical nylon slots basically built in, which is a drainage system. It allows the water to get out 
from behind your siding when it does get in there about 50% faster than a traditional house wrap. Yeah, and then on some of those terminations too, Dan, we use uh, extra ice and water shield to actually go up the wall, either 6 to 12 inches, just, yes. as, just as extra. You know, you, you never can protect protect your house enough. Dan, we would love a shot at working with you. Please uh, reach out to us if you'd like. If you'd like either, you know, give us give you some direction or some suggestions if you already have a contractor or give us a shot at uh, earning your business. You can reach us 800-854-1978 any time of the week. And then um, and also email us homeimprovementhour at allaround.com. Um, Dan, was that helpful? Yes. Um yeah, so it, then the other question I have on the LP Smart side is it's my understanding you have to seal the ends anywhere you cut that and you're sealing with a paint and a primer or what is? You do, yeah. If you buy it pre, you want to, well, whether you buy it pre-finished or painted, I guess it doesn't make a difference, but any cut ends you want to paint, just like you would with any fiber cement product that you put on there. Yeah, that's no different. With, it, yeah. and, that's just, and that's just to seal in the unfinished areas. Um, you know, based on what you've told me, we prefer LP Smart side. That's the siding that we believe in uh, for a lot of different reasons, and we don't even have enough time left on the show for me to even get started on it. Yeah, because there's so many good things about the product, but it's uh, it's it's ever popular uh, popularity. Excuse me, has been growing a lot in the state and around the country for very very good reason. Dan, you're a okay. citizen of the All Around Home Improvement Hour, my friend. I hope I hope we hear from you in the future. Okay. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thanks so much. Appreciate the call there. Uh, before the call, we were talking with our good friend Mike Hilborn with Roof to Deck, and we were talking about roof cleaning, and we were just kind of kind of wrapping up that that topic. But uh, again, I, I just want to reiterate: you, if your roof is ten to fifteen years old, maybe even fifteen to twenty years old, and it just looks darker and dingier and streaky, you don't need a new roof necessarily. <laughs> right. And there's all kinds of roofs we get on, and we say, "Yeah, I get it. You don't. You're not happy with the way it looks." Doesn't mean you need to replace it. Means you need to maintenance it. Just yeah, wash it, and it literally always looks brand new. I mean, it's not most of the time. It's always fabulous when we're done. All the time. So, yeah. uh, little teaser uh, heading up to the break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about all the other maintenance awesome maintenance service like house washing right. and deck refinishing that Roof to Deck does uh, right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Talk AM 1130 and 103.5 FM. You're listening to the best of the all-around home improvement hour here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Find more of the show on the free iHeartRadio app. Just search all around. All right, we're going to push it right into gear here. I forget this band's name uh, it was something so weird uh garth brooks no <laughs> no that's not what it is but lionel richie electric something or no um no. it'll come to me come on We're, we give up stan i feel like i've heard it before static static X. oh static, static X. X. i said electric something yep. static and electricity they go together yes. let's go to our good friend ryan o'neill fearless leader of the minnesota real estate team he's responsible for the team that sells more real estate well, they say than anyone in the state on their on their ads, but really it's any other team in the world. They're wow. they're just being Minnesota nice about it. Um, again, licensed agent with Remax Advantage Plus, my good friend Ryan O'Neill. Ryan, what's going on in real estate? Guys, awesome show as always. Just wanted to give a quick shout out. We have a couple new, brand new investment property seminars in Bloomington. They're right at the corner of 494 in France at France Place. But our newest one is about LLCs and real estate investing. Matt Engel, who's a longtime, is and 
to talk about forming and maintaining a business entity, an LLC or an S-Corp, when purchasing and owning investment property. It's coming up in May, May 9th, 6.30 to 8 p.m. You can go to mnrealestateshow.com to learn more about that seminar as well as all of our other ones, our Investment Property 101, 101.5. Again, they're fun. They're free. There's no credit card machines at the back of the room. It's all about providing good information and making it a making it a valuable experience for those who attend. So appreciate it, guys. Again, mnrealestateshow.com is where they can find out more info. But that LLC one is going to be a nice uh, a nice nice new seminar. Perfect, Ryan. Thanks so much for uh, the update, and uh, we will encourage the listeners to check out those seminars. Uh, thanks so much, buddy. Have a great rest of your weekend. Happy Easter, guys. All right, you too, you too my yeah, friend. Happy Easter. That's right. Got to remember. Easter. It's Almost tomorrow. Early. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we're here hanging out in studio right here in St. Louis Park at the iHeart Media Studios live with Jeff Menke from Gutter Helmet of Minnesota and also Mike Hilborn with Roof to Deck. And that's what we're talking about right now is roof to deck. Maybe you have a maintenance issue and you want to call in and and talk about it. Maybe you want to know how much getting your roof cleaned would cost or your deck refinished or stained or maybe just a house washing. You, I mean, houses need baths too every once in a while. Let's talk a little bit about that, Mike. How I mean, how's cleaning? I mean, how does that happen? Do you sponges, brushes, sprayers? So there's a special house washing power washing tool. It's not, we don't use pressure to wash a house. It, we're not trying to strip anything off. We're just trying to rinse the dirt off, if you will. Um, and then there's a, there's an, a mold and an algae that'll grow on the side of a housing too, kind of similar to what's on a roof. Um, so that just requires something that'll kill mold. And so it's a simple applying the soap to the house. It dwells there for a few minutes, kind of breaks up or emulsifies the dirt, and we just rinse it off. Um, I'd say the average house wash is probably three, four hundred dollars, kind of thing. Again, depending on the size of the house. Yeah. How do you handle like the soffit areas, Mike? You know, if I got like maintenance-free soffit, and you get the cobwebs and stuff up there, maybe I had lighting fixtures, yep. and I get all the bugs up there. You know, the the soap. What's cool about the soap is that it kind of hold that it'll catch the, the cobwebs will catch the okay. soap, and it'll create this weight. And then between that and then this attachment that can just blow it off. It takes the cobwebs off, if that's what you mean. Okay. Is there any issue with, the, like, the ventilation or the water just comes out of there? It's not a problem at all. Well, you know, we're always kind of, we're not going up. Toward yeah. Toward it, right? And then, you know, there's weep holes in vinyl siding, right? Yeah. So the trick is, is that what you first do when you do house washing is you you just basically rinse the siding with water. That kind of fills the, the, the weep holes with okay. water. Not, like, fills them inside, but just kind of fills that gap or that yep. hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you apply the soap to it, you're not applying the soap to the weep hole because already, there's already water there. And then when you rinse it off, it just kind of rinses back down to where it's just water again, which is what a weep hole is there for anyway. Mm-hmm. So You know, and you were just talking about it off air, Nick. I mean, sure, a lot of these things are things that um, the do-it-yourselfers can do, restaining, refinishing your deck, cleaning your house. Uh, but what better way to spend, you know, between whatever maybe two to five thousand uh, dollars, depending on how much you're having done, then to be able to have your roof cleaned and look brand new again, mm-hmm. have your uh, siding and soffits clean, looking brand new again, and then that deck restained and refinished, you're ready for summer. You're ready, and you didn't have to do any of that. Right. You could concentrate on more pol- time hanging out on the deck. Yeah, polka. Yeah, polka. You know, and of those, okay. So you just mentioned three things. Of those three, um, 
deck cleaning is the one I think most people feel like they might be able to do themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, roof cleaning, I would just never recommend that because <laughs> right. it, there's repelling lines. For obvious reasons. Yeah, there's fall protection, and there's no way you're going to buy it or get fitted for it or know how to use it when you've done it once every couple years. Yeah. House washing, kind of the same thing. It's cheap enough, $300, to have the right equipment and tools. You can't really rent this stuff. Yeah. And the results are where if you don't do it right, it can kind of burn the siding, and mm-hmm. so now you've got this other problem, so I wouldn't do that. Um, deck cleaning and staining, I get it. People like, hey, I can get out there and I can clean my deck. Hang out outside in the sun, all that stuff. Right. So if if you're prone to be a do-it-yourselfer, on the deck is where I would say that's okay. On the siding and the roof, I would say please don't do that. But, you know, either way. But the, on the deck thing, now this is really important. Here's where everybody makes Listen this. Listen up. This is the important stuff. Yeah, this is where the biggest, biggest problem is, is people put a water-based product on their deck as a stain. And you should just never do that on a horizontal service. Mm-hmm. Never put a water-based product on the floor or the top of your handrail. So what should you be using? Well, then you got to use oil. There's only two choices. Either it's oil or it's water-based. Now, the problem with water is that water is a film. It's a film-forming product, which means it does not really soak into the wood. Got it. Um, and then what happens is is that if you can imagine now a, f- a flat surface... When you've walked on a deck on a hot day, it's really, really hot, right? Mm-hmm. So the top of that surface might be 140, 150 degrees, depending, you know, I mean, it just gets really hot, where the bottom side is probably still 70, 80 degrees or whatever the current air temperature sure. is. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of visualize this in your head, the top of your deck every day goes through a mini earthquake. When wood gets really hot, it kind of dries and contracts, but that bottom part of your deck doesn't. It stays, it stays swelled. So every day, the surface of your deck contracts and, and, and expands every day, and on a surface or a film-forming product like a water base, now you've got this this paint or stain, solid stain, same thing, mm-hmm. that tries to stay with the wood. So every day it's it's expanding and contracting, and what that does is it then it finally releases itself and it starts to peel in patches all over yep. the deck. Yeah, and that's what we see with water-based products. Now with an oil, what the way oils work is oils actually soak into the wood. So as that surface is expanding and contracting, the oil is in the wood that just kind of goes along for the Moves ride. It's like a mold, right? Yeah. I mean, kind of molded into the product. Yeah, it's it's in the wood. It's yeah. not on top of the wood. Well, and that totally makes sense because how many decks have you seen where people decided to use a solid color, right? And it looks like crap in two years. Same thing with the window sills. I mean, it's no different. Right, wait, wait, anything wait, horizontal. Wood and peeling, yep. Yeah, it's, it, the sun is just beating on it, just baking on it all day long and so that's great information i mean that's why we brought you on well and see the you know the issue is is you know and everybody's got good intentions so i'm not like bad mouthing anybody but you got the big box stores and you have you know some of the specialty paint places get them and they sell water-based products because their job is to get product on your deck today our job roof to deck is to get the product on two three four years from now again it's a long-term relationship with we have with our customers, just like you guys do. And we know that two or three years from now, we're going to have to resurface that deck. It's just the reality of the situation. It's like p- people will say, you know, I, only, I don't want to want to have to do my deck every two years. No, I get it, but nobody really wants to wash their bathtub either. Right. Yeah. Dirt, yeah. Falls, dirt falls down, you know, That's and right. it gets on this, and you have to clean your tub. Yep. You have to wash your car every now and then. You have to take a shower, you know. It's a repetitive issue. Um, so just making sure that you have a long-term plan with your deck, not just get it done this year, mm-hmm. is tremendously important. So any do-it-yourselfer, please, oil-based product yep. on your floor. Um, and then what my experience has been is that 
people will do their deck themselves maybe two times. Yep. Once they hate it, two times, okay, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> and we will get the business eventually. Yeah. So just make it easier down the road. Because what we do, and I'll wrap this up, is I, I personally go on the calls where we have to go out and do painted decks. Mm-hmm. And I meet with probably four or five customers a week. And it's three to four times more than what it would have cost if it would have just been stained. Oh, I'm sure. Because we have to sand it off. So much prep work. Exactly. And what is what goes into all this stuff? Labor. Labor's everything. Well, and you love giving giving out this information too. So even if you're even if you're a listener and you're gonna be doing it yourself, you've always offered oh, the, call the ability to call. So how can people get involved? Okay, the easiest way to get a hold of us, I think, today in today's world is just roof to deck dot com. Roof you know, the word two T O deck dot com. Email us, we'll email you back. I mean our phone number, yes, six five one six nine nine three five zero four. Six five one six nine nine three five zero four, but rooftodeck.com. Yeah, and you can always catch all of our trusted affiliates right on our website, allaround.com, on the trusted affiliates tab. Thanks so much for joining us, Mike. Always my pleasure, yeah, you guys. Yeah, and hey, you're going to uh, sit in for me here in a few weeks, possibly. I right? can't wait. Okay, great. Really appreciate that. Folks, it's been really fun. Jeff Menke with uh, Gutter Helmet of Minnesota. Final thoughts? Happy Easter, everybody out there. And if you're out on the roads, be safe as you're driving around. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah. Polish powerhouse. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Easter. Hope everyone has a great Sunday. Yeah, great Sunday. And my thoughts are this. Get outside. Do something outside on this lovely Easter weekend. This is the weather that we, we Minnesotans enjoy the most. Thank you so much. We appreciate you listening. God bless. Oh.